Hello and welcome to the Planar Codex. This is, or I am, I am Edward Green. God damn it. Alright. Welcome to the Planar Codex. I am Ed, and here's what I have in store for you today. I'm talking about the world of Malachi. Uh, first, I'm going to do a brief, not a brief, I think I am going to go into a little bit more depth about uh, one of the gods that is the god of the chaotic neutral, uh, the chaotic neutral uh, alignment. Uh, her name is Grok T, and she is a giant orc, alright, and then... After I do that, I'm going to go into a class, an advanced class uh, breakdown for one of the uh, advanced classes. It's not a starting class. This is a class you have to wait until at least you hit level 10 to uh, unlock. And I'm going to talk about the, uh, the Edgewalker class. All right. I hope you enjoy the show and... Uh, Thanks for listening to the podcast. Here we go. All right. So the alignment of chaotic neutral in this world is governed by a giant god that is a giant orc named Grok T. She is a very impulsive, uh, She's a very impulsive uh, individual god, I guess. And she does mingle with the the lesser beings or the, you know, the humans and such a lot more than the other gods because she's sort of just in the mindset that she just doesn't care. And also, she is very uh, uh, debaucherous. So she has sex with just about everything that moves. Women, men anything and she's always somewhere around her temple which is the uh i forgot the name of the temple i have it written down somewhere it's like the temple of uh the temple of passion or something like that i have to go look it up but she's just about always residing there and on her throne half naked uh either getting ready to or just having had sex with someone or just fought someone to the death like her followers know that in any at any given moment she uh relinquishes her godhood for a brief moment in order to fight lesser beings to the death and so far she has not lost she has come close but it was a uh, a demigod that actually got close to beating her but she actually didn't she wasn't able to kill him uh but for the most part she even when she is or even when she doesn't have her godlike power she is still a very proficient warrior uh the idea for Grakti came from uh Conan actually Conan the Barbarian of which she is a barbarian as well and she's almost an identical model of Conan but think of just a dark brown or a or a more like a chestnut brown skinned orc 
that is just about always she doesn't wear any sort of top but she isn't like her boobs aren't like huge or anything but she doesn't wear any sort of top and she wears nothing more than like a loincloth and wraps on her feet that's it she doesn't really wear much else besides oh well she does have a necklace made of pieces of bones that she had of of defeated foes basically like whenever she kills somebody in combat especially uh she will first she will eat most of them because she is a cannibal as well but she feels like it's more of her her custom her ritual to eat someone after battle to she believes in her custom that whenever you eat someone after battle you absorb their battle prowess and it makes you stronger which I mean, in this world, it does to an extent, but after she's done consuming most of them, she will take like a piece of whatever is left and boil the bone, boil it down to the bone and put the bone on her necklace. And that's all she wears is a necklace, a loincloth and some feet wraps. And she is compared to, I guess, in in her normal, I guess, human like non-god size, she is a very uh, athletic and thick-legged, thick-legged woman that could kick a dude's head off, literally. Like, she is extremely physically, like, fit and kind of cut, too. But she's also known to be very beautiful uh, among the gods. And among the gods, a few of the other gods have mingled with her as well. And she does... uh, and in all of this uh, debauchery and such, she does have children. A lot, a lot of children. And uh, when she does have the children, her carrying period is, I guess, somewhere close to where a normal one would be. Like, you know, eight, ten months, somewhere in there. And after she has a kid, she takes her kid to a sword master or a warrior that she has known to be very strong in combat and basically it's like a blessing of grok t to raise her kid and the kid is of course going to be half god and there are some other whenever the story or well whenever i explain more of the story as characters start to uh uh reveal themselves there will be some characters that come up that are children of uh that are offspring basically of grok t and some other random people like they generally don't know who their uh father is or mother in some cases or other mother because gods have like a weird or other different way of reproducing sometimes but uh she is and she does keep contact not direct contact but she keeps track of her offspring as well to see how they are and some of them that become extremely powerful she challenges them in combat just to kind of see where they are and to see you know if they are worthy to be her offspring and in some cases if they're not she kills them but I mean so far it really I mean she she's not evil or good she's just for herself she's for herself and her customs and whoever she deems her people and it's very few people actually have grok t's like full blessing 
because I mean, she's most of what she is, is just a uh, fighter or, or a barbarian really. But you know, uh, to attain her full blessing, you must, there are only a handful of actual, just f- full on like, uh, non gods that have her blessing. And in order to get her full blessing, you have to survive in combat and subdue her and also have sex with her. And there are not that many people that have done all three that are not gods. There are a few, though. But in terms of uh, what she kind of embodies, it's she she embodies uh, passion, uh, combat prowess, uh, self-awareness, battle tactician, or she is a battle tactician, like, despite her being as, uh, I guess, brash and, and impulsive as she is, she is still very smart when it comes to combat. Uh, where is it at? Looking for something right now. Should have had it pulled up earlier, but I don't. And there it is. There it is. Okay, so she is also okay. So the different, I forgot to mention too, the different uh, alignments in uh, the different alignments in the codex are actually tied to different magics as well, and the chaotic neutral uh, uh, alignment and magic and grok T represents fire and passion, which kind of goes together. So she is the God of fire, passion, war, savagery, rage, wastelands, sex, dance, and battle, which she does like to have a lot of ridiculous parties as well. And people will dance until they pass out and, it's uh, actually, and, and nobody, it, there isn't really an invite to come to it. You just have to be there when it happens kind of thing. But uh, compared to all of the nine major gods in the world of Malachi and uh, the Codex, Grakti has got to be one of my favorites, if not my favorite altogether, because she's just everything that she is, is so... Everything that she is is just so over the top compared to a lot of the other gods that are, you know, reserved in their actions and and comments and stuff. She's just very much like a woman with a dude's perception of how things are. A crazy kind of off-the-wall guy, too. And I like the fact that she just walks around how she is and she does not give a shit about how anybody feels about it. And... If you, uh, you know, if you upset her, she will fight you. But when she fights, though, she's she doesn't fight in anger. She actually just loves to fight. She has like a passion for it. And also, what is the name of it? Her her axe. She has an axe, a, an enchanted great axe called Eon. And. 
her in the in the story in current times all the way up until the modern time or in not current times but in in the past times that she first gets to the planet because she's not actually from this planet she's from another planet which is uh yet to be discussed but her whole goal is to the one that one of the ones that has actually successfully gained most of her or i guess her full favor is uh the fire titan who is a demigod he's not a full god but he is as strong as some of the gods and he is a fire titan and she is the god of fire so there was some connection there initially but the first time they fought they fought to a stalemate basically and she noticed that he had a blade called uh epoch and his blade was actually stronger than her enchanted god axe so she wanted to basically have sex with him to get the blade and she thought that would work but it didn't because the blade's actually bound to him period and uh so her whole goal now is to find him and fight him for the blade which in the time the game the 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 in the time that the codex happens that does not happen she does find him a few more times and they have this sort of love-hate relationship with each other they're passionate about each other but she wants something from him and he wants her power so they are sort of just at odds with each other but they have like like this love hate angry sex type of thing and their relationship is very uh is very much like a on again off again like exes or something like that that absolutely love each other but absolutely hate each other too can't stand each other but can't really stand to be around anybody else but each other you know but yeah that's grok t all right here we go let's go to the class breakdown for the uh the edge walker so the edge walker is the first um actual advanced class i'm gonna end up going over here so the advanced classes cannot be unlocked until level 10. And when you do unlock an advanced class, your regular class still levels. So you still get all of the abilities, all of the uh, health modifiers, all of the uh, uh, additional perks and stuff related to that class. And you also get a health modifier and the abilities from the advanced class as well. So... You have to, like I said, you have to be level 10 and every advanced class, that's the first, uh, every advanced class has a level requirement of 10, but every advanced class also has a prerequisite, another prerequisite. And the prereq for, uh, the Edgewalker class is three movement abilities or spells. So you have to have three separate movement abilities or spells, like a combination of thereof in order to unlock this class as well. So once you hit level 10, if you have all three of those movement abilities and you have spells, or not spells, if you have all three of those movement abilities or spells and you hit level 10, you can unlock this class. And the first level gives you, the first level in, so all of the advanced classes only have five levels, but they're pretty, uh, they're pretty strong compared to, you know, they're, they're a little bit stronger 
uh, comparatively to uh, the core base starting classes. All right, so the Edgewalker's level one ability is, well, level one abilities are uh, Edge Dancer, which is whenever you use a movement ability or spell, you gain an immediate movement equal to your fate score. So if your fate, at the time you hit level 10, your fate could be around, I would say on average, 2. So whenever you use a movement ability, you move 2 additional spaces after just a straight flat movement for free. Alright? And on top of that, the movement that you get after your uh, movement ability or spell does not provoke attacks of opportunity. So even if you're in, it's a good way to escape... uh, the fray of combat but this is a so this class before I get into any of the other abilities is a class that is a skirmisher not a straight up melee DPS or melee tank or anything like that this class is in and out of combat constantly and they have a lot of um, utility and, and abilities that, that accompany this sort of movement and this sort of combat style Alright, so the next ability that you get at level 1 is a Rift Shifter. All ranged attacks have a 50% chance to miss you. And if you are of the, uh, if you are a Fey, if you are a Fey, if, you are, if your race is Fey, that is increased to 65%. So you're going to have to have percentage die with this class because anybody that tries to hit you has to roll a percentage die for, uh... For, for ranged attacks, that is. Like ranged uh, spells and abilities. And basic attacks, too. Also, on top of that, with the Rift Shifter ability, once per encounter, when a ranged attack actually does hit you, you can ignore the damage and the effect completely. So it's basically like it just you just phase through it. And that's what the Rift Shifter is. It's basically kind of you blinking in and out of the Rift, which is an in-between dimension, pretty consistently and constantly. So, uh, also, at level 1, 3, and 5 for uh, the Edgewalker, their mo- their base movement increases by 1 space or 5 feet. At level 2, they unlock ability called Ghostwalk. Uh, Ghostwalk says that once per turn you may use a movement ability or spell as a free action. And this also does still trigger Edge Dancer. So at this point you're going to be moving around the battlefield in and out of combat quite a bit more than any other class. Uh, And also at level 2 and level 4 this uh, you gain an additional passive plus uh, at level four, Ghost Walk uh, increases to twice per turn. So twice per turn, as a free action, you can just use a movement ability or spell without. Re- or also, uh, mind you. Oh well, never mind. Never mind. That's something else. All right. So at level three, the Rift Shifter that gives you the. Uh, Ability to basically give well that gives you fifty percent dodge on ranged attacks consistently. Now that goes up to twice per encounter when a rage attack when a ranged attack hits you, you ignore its damage and effects. 
And then uh, basically the, the other abilities just kind of stack on top of each other. And uh, yeah, that's basically it for the for the edge walker. The advanced classes are a lot smaller than, uh, but they but they generally have just about as much content or uh, effectiveness in five levels as the base classes have in twenty levels, and it turns you into something completely different. Thanks for uh, thanks for listening to the show today, and uh, hope you enjoy the rest of your day.